Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one thousand. Four, one thousand. Three, one thousand. I am the father. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single-tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. I'm Batman. Name's Bond. James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead. Make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM, 89.3. Commence primary ignition. I'm going to recall some of the games I used to play when I was growing up. Goalie or marbles, which are white in color, and the game is to try and hit your opponent's marble until it breaks in two, and then you win. If it doesn't break, well, we'll come back another day, and we'll play that game all over again. And we used to play it on the school field. So we had lots and lots of space. Chapte, along the corridors. Hide and seek, police and thief. Hantam Bola, which was one of my favorites because it made me a sprinter because I had to dodge the ball that's being thrown at me. And, you know, if you can't dodge it in time, you're out. And then there's a game which we called What is the Time, Mr. Wolf? Which is similar to red light, green light. If you move, you get eliminated. So can you imagine if you can get to play these childhood games once again but this time for some prize money, like big money, like millions of dollars. Well, there's a new series on Netflix. It's actually started mid-September and it's titled Squid Game. Nearly everyone I know is talking about it. It's a South Korean production and when I watched the trailer, I thought, nah, this is like Hunger Games, but in Korean. And I didn't quite like Hunger Games, you know, despite the hype about it. So I thought I'd give Squid Game a miss. But then my friend Lawrence Ang asked me over a text if I watched the series and if it was any good. I couldn't answer him, but I texted him saying that I know that people are binge-watching them. So I thought, you know what, I'd give it a try and see what the hype is all about. Episode 1 in Squid Game starts off with children playing a game and you'll know it's in the past as it's in black and white. The story got interesting and the main actor lives with his mother in what looks like a one-bedroom flat. It's a rented flat and they're struggling to make ends meet. He and his mother are poor. He's divorced and his wife and daughter live with his wife's new husband and they have a young boy together. He's in debt and owes the loan sharks money. He also has a big gambling and smoking habit and that's where his money is going. He's at the bottom of his life when an opportunity comes in the form of a man in a business suit at the underground train station. The man offers him to play games and win big money, which will clear all his debts. Well, since he's a gambler, well, he takes up the offer. He's then taken to a secret place to play these games. There he meets 400 plus other people who all have a history of some sort of debt, someone dying or not having enough money to make ends meet. The first game, which you'll see in the trailers too, so it's not such a spoiler anyway, is Red Light, Green Light. A children's game and everyone thinks, you know, it's such an easy game to play until the players that are eliminated are killed. Literally. 
So yes, this part of the series is kind of morbid. And it's a little bit like Hunger Games. But what I like about Squid Game is that it has character development. And although the main guy drives the story, there are other people in the story that we can relate to or, you know, feel sorry for or know people like these. For example, there's a businessman that embezzled money. There's a pickpocket, a thug, an old man that is dying of some brain tumor, an Indian foreign worker who's mistreated and not paid by his employers for many months. And of course, the main character who's a gambler. But just watching episode one wasn't enough for me because the characters are very interesting. So I went on to watch episode two. By the way, each episode is about an hour long. So two hours is like watching a movie. And I was tempted to watch the third episode, but I didn't. Now, would I continue to watch the series? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Today on Movie Magic, I'm talking about Squid Game. It is dominating Netflix more than any other series on the streaming service. Now, if you thought Money Heist was popular, well, this is even more popular. The number one series on Netflix used to be Bridgerton, with 82 million viewers when it was first released. Well, I tried watching that series, but it was one of those series that is popular to the masses, but not for me. Squid Game has surpassed that figure and now holds the number one spot on Netflix. When it first came out, it had over 111 million viewers. But don't take the figures too seriously, as this is how Netflix uses a certain metrics to count its viewers. As long as the metric of people watching at least two minutes of a movie or show, that would be factored into the count. So amongst that 111 million viewers in the first week of its debut, some might have been a little curious and watched it for only two minutes or just one episode and then gave up. But still, 111 million viewers, well, that's a lot of people clicking on the show. And the viewership is growing rapidly. So what's the hype? Why are people drawn to the series? Well, here's my take. Hunger Games was popular because it was about a competition and people like competition, even just by watching it. Because competition helps us improve and reinvent ourselves. But there's more to that in Squid Game. It brings back memories of our childhood games, but it's done in a gruesome manner. And some viewers like to watch Blood and Gore. The other thing that this series offers is something that most of us can relate to, and that is we are in some form not debt-free. There are student loans, mortgage, um, car loans, unpaid internships, and you know, it keeps piling up. In Squid Game, every person that is called to participate in, you know, in the games has a chance to win the grand prize money of 45.6 billion won, which is about 38 million US dollars. But there's a catch. They have to survive. So these people are desperate to win and desperate to be debt-free. You see, because of the pandemic, the economy has taken a nosedive around the world. And the inequality of the rich and the poor is separated. And so now we can see the very rich come to surface like how fat accumulates on top of a curry when you put it in the fridge. This is evident in Squid Game, where the super-rich watch the poor desperately compete against each other and all for the fun of it. It's voyeurism for the rich. 
And that's when the majority can identify themselves with feelings of not being in the upper ruling class, but the underdog. We can actually trace this back to ancient gladiator games where the gladiators who were criminals, outlaws and prisoners of the Romans were made to compete with each other till death. And that entertained the masses. And you would think we would have changed from those ancient days, but no, people are still drawn to watching people being beaten up. MMA is a good example where people all over the world take pleasure in watching other people fight. The other thing that draws people to Squid Game is that the participants form teams to help each other out. People from all walks of life can put their differences apart and work together as one just like how a platoon in a military training would do. But let's go back to the games we played when we were kids. Although it was fun to play them, in every game there were winners and losers, and the losers are made to look small and left out. Children especially feel this too. And that's why in certain countries, participation medals are given out. Well, I find it's okay to do this with little children, but not when they are older as it does not make them try harder. In Squid Game, someone is always made to feel that they are not good enough. It's like playing musical chairs. All of us would want to get a seat when the music stops. In Squid Game, it's no different. The only thing is when you're out, you're dead. It's like in the ABBA song, Winner Takes It All. Cause in Squid Game, the winner does take it all. Money FM 89.3. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. The other thing I like about Squid Game is the production value. It's well shot, the cinematography is excellent, and visually it's stunning, especially the colorful staircase scenes. They must have gotten a lot of funding for this series, and they are going to get more for the second season. Well, it has some flaws as well, because Squid Game has some actors and actresses that are quite bad in their acting, and I think it also boils down to the direction that they are getting. Some scenes are melodramatic, and it's way over the top. Now, I'd like to bring your attention to the masked people in Squid Game. They are supposedly made to look like they are in charge. They are the people who are dressed in uniform red jumpers with a hoodie and they are wearing black masks um, with either a white triangle, circle or square painted on them. And these symbols rank them like they are in the military or police. They are the people that keep the law and order in place in Squid Game. They are also there to execute the participants if needed. Now, you might think that these guys have the upper hand, but in reality... These guys are slaves to the system because they have no freedom to say anything but carry out the orders passed down to them. These so-called soldiers are like puppets to the filthy rich that pull the strings and have no concern for the downtrodden. I'm Colin Gomez and this is Movie Magic on Money FM 89.3. And the question is, would I continue watching the rest of the episodes in the series of Squid Game despite some bad acting and morbid gory scenes? I'm curious to find out what happens in the end. So yes, maybe I would. And plus, I can pick up speaking some Korean words like Kamsamida, which means thank you in Korean. It was used quite a bit. Squid Game is so popular that someone did a Toy Story version of it on Instagram. Now, earlier I spoke about the filthy rich and those in charge not caring for the needy. Well, don't get me wrong, there are many good and caring rich people in the world and they are always there to help others but there are some who don't care less. They are the ones who want to rule the world. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez.